You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget. Jill along with us today as well as we talk about a conversation about how your faith can not just be a Sunday thing, but a Monday through Friday thing as well as you head into the workplace. Sometimes that can be a struggle, especially if you feel like you're alone as a believer in your where you work at your site. Well, Miranda Carls is passionate about helping believers thrive professionally and live biblically. She's an author and speaker. And Miranda, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, Bridget. So good to be with you and Jilla this morning. Well, it's really good to have you with us this morning and uh, found this article where uh, you've got a question. Someone saying, uh, my coworkers think my faith is a joke. What should I do about it? And uh, you gave a response to that. But I love what you asked first in getting that question. Yeah, the, the first question I ask, and this is a question or a, a comment that I get a lot from folks around, okay, I think my coworkers Um, think my faith is a joke, or they don't take it seriously, or they just don't get it. And I'll often respond with, okay, well, how do you know that? (laughs) And I ask that question. It's kind of an annoying question for me to ask when they're maybe coming to commiserate or get a little sympathy. But I ask that really coming from a place of um, avoiding assumptions, because we can do one of two things here. We can, on one hand, make assumptions about how other people feel about us or about our faith, when really they might just be unfamiliar um, with the faith that we have, and they're responding in in a way that most of us would if we're unfamiliar with something. Or maybe they've had negative experiences with church or with Christians in the past, um, or maybe we're reading into something else entirely. So um, we need to be careful to avoid assumptions. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, um, we can we can sometimes be surprised when people don't understand or support our faith and um, we know we've got this gift of, of God's Word through the Bible, and it, and it tells us actually quite the opposite, that we should go into situations expecting that um, we're going to face opposition for our faith. Um, we know all throughout the Gospels, um, Jesus tells us we, we might be hated for His namesake. And, and in John, He says, if the world hates you, know it hated me before it hated you. So those are two kind of um, reactions we can have when we can jump in, into assumptions about how others feel about us and our faith. And on the other hand, Um, we can be caught off guard when we really shouldn't be. Yeah, and we can't forget, too, that uh, spiritual warfare can also be happening Mm -hmm. um, wherever we are, and that's something that shouldn't surprise us, right? Right. And, you know, Satan can use that. He can use both of those things. He can use our assumptions, um, or he he can use the, the pushback that we get in the workplace, and we can fall into that that fear of man that's so easy to fall into. And I think it's one of the devil's biggest tools in shutting down gospel conversations. And we fear what other people will think, Um, but really we shouldn't. And there's also this, this interesting um, layer to this as we look at, at culture. So Christianity, most of us, if we've been in the workplace, even just 10 or 15, certainly if we've been in the workplace longer, we can remember a time when Christianity was a cultural norm, probably in our in our workplace, because it was in America, and that's not the case now. And while that's uncomfortable, um, we can't let that fear of man, we can't let the enemy use that to shut down um, conversations or, or make us feel like we need to hide our faith in the workplace. Well, and so many times we think as we go to church on Sunday, okay, that's the pastor's job, he's at church, and we often don't think of it being our job to be a witness in our workplace. That's a mistake, isn't it? Yeah, that's a really good point um, and a mindset that we can fall into. But 
there's this really important thing we need to remember, um, that if we are Christians working in the secular marketplace, we have far more exposure to lost people than our pastor does. And I think we forget that. Um, So we get to love on and interact with people who aren't going into um, a church building on a Sunday morning. They're not seeking that out. And we can really be that that doorway. We can be that first exposure to um, Jesus and what Christianity is really about. That's such a unique opportunity. Um, And we, again, if we look at culture, you know, social media, even mainstream media, sometimes paints Christianity in a very negative light. And so we have this unique opportunity to really set that record straight about who Jesus is and what Christianity is. We can give people a very real um, human positive interaction to connect with Jesus and with Christianity so that they're not relying on um, mainstream or, you know, confident atheists online and what they might have to say about the faith. Yeah, we are talking with Miranda Carls today, who is passionate about helping believers thrive both professionally and live biblically in their workplace. You can check her out at our webpage. And Miranda, you give us four steps here that can help us experience and also represent Christ more fully, I think, improve our experience at work, but also represent him more fully, which we want to do both those things. And one of the things you already have alluded to in our conversation is we can look for those opportunities to to plant that seed and share our faith, but respectfully, right? Yes, respectfully. Um, and looking for those opportunities to do it relationally. Um, it's not about like standing up on a conference room table and and shouting out scriptures to people. I think we all know that wouldn't be super effective, Um, but starting with relationships. We don't have to be weird about it, but just being very open about our faith, not feeling the need to actively hide our faith at work, and then letting how we show up, how we treat people, let that be the example that people see and think of and associate with with Christianity. And then just, um, you know, seed planting and then letting the Holy Spirit do the rest. So asking God, for those open doors, asking him to show you those windows into conversations that might lead to something um, better that the Holy Spirit might be able to work on going forward. I think that can go such a long way, especially when others know just by your example who you are and if they're going through a struggle and you know you offer to pray for them. Things like that make a huge difference. And it's like you said, it's really building that relationship. Yes, Absolutely. And you mentioned um, pray for them, like not being afraid to use that that language. It can be as simple as that. Someone's going through a hard time and saying, I'm going to pray for you. And that might be language that they're not comfortable with, but that can be a door into a question later or just, you know, lets them know um, your heart, that you care about them, and that, and that you never know where some of those small um, comments or interactions might lead down the road. Mm-hmm. And they see that this really is your belief system, that you really do believe that you come to a Savior who knows you, who hears you, and who listens, and that Christianity isn't some kind of uh, belief that we get out of nowhere. We can actually have a strong defense of why we believe what we believe. Yes, yeah. And that's a big part of it, too. Um, you know, the big kind of verse we always go to with, with Christian apologetics, First Peter 3.15, being prepared um, when people ask us about the hope within us, being prepared with a defense, um, but doing so with love and respect. And that takes some effort. And I think another thing that the enemy can use to keep us quiet in the workplace is we're worried we won't have the answers. We're worried we won't have a defense. So 
I would encourage folks, like, get your hands on some apologetics resources. Um, be in your Bible. Be, um, be prepared, as we're instructed in the Word, to give a logical defense for the faith. There's all sorts of um, apologetics resources out there that highlight, you know, how can we trust the Bible? How did we get the Bible that we have today? Um, how is it reliable? There's archaeological defenses. There's all sorts of, um, you know, things that we have at our disposal to provide a defense when asked and doing so with love and respect. Well, Brenda, I know we've got some other thoughts here for those listening, but I'm just curious about your own journey. I know you host a podcast, you've written a book, The Word at Work, and you really are passionate about helping us and talking about that intersection of faith and work. How did that happen in your life? Why the need? Have you seen that? Yeah, I really saw the need through being someone myself who was a Christian working in the secular marketplace. And um, I have a background in corporate learning and development and also as a leadership coach. And I still do a lot of that work now. Um, But just in conversations with people, non-believers and and definitely conversations with Christians, um, just seeing how people um, feel when they walk into a, a secular workplace as a person of faith and how that impacts how they show up and just starting to see again some of these things that we've talked about seeing that that fear of man seeing people feel like they need to actively hide their faith at work um, seeing people kind of struggling navigating those situations where they're trying to um, walk into a, a secular workplace as a person of faith and so god just really put it on my heart to to kind of show up for um, my peers in that space, providing encur- encouragement, excuse me, and um, tools and resources to help with with integrating that, um, integrating our faith into the place that we frankly spend the most time. Um, most Christians spend maybe an hour, um, maybe up to three or four hours if you volunteer um, a lot at your church, but but just a little bit of time in the church building, and then forty to sometimes up to sixty, seventy hours in the workplace throughout the week. So it's, it's really important that we're not um, hiding our faith in the place where we spend the most time. So I love these steps that you've given all of us to represent Christ more fully in our workplace. You said we need to look for those seed planting opportunities. We need to defend the faith. And then we can't ignore getting together with other believers. Yes, absolutely. I think that's perhaps one of the most Um, neglected spiritual disciplines for busy professionals is getting together with other Christians, especially in the context of the workplace, whether that's getting together with peer professionals that you know through church or starting um, an off-hours Bible study with coworkers, whatever that looks like, um, you are going to fare much better if you're not doing this alone. If you have someone else in the office or um, that you can call quickly that's a peer professional that understands what you're going through, that can pray with you before a difficult meeting, that can help you feel less isolated and alone in the workplace. Work can be such an overarching um, thought in our, in our lives, sometimes we're waking up in the middle of the night stressed out about this meeting that I have or this project that I still have to do. But one of the things you encourage us is to make sure we're keeping it in perspective. Yes. So we talked about the number of hours we spend at work. Mm-hmm. And when we're spending a bulk of our time somewhere, everything around that setting is going to become inflated in our mind. 
So that means if something's going poorly at work, it feels like our whole world is um, falling apart. And I've experienced this when I used to um, work within a company and lead a team. If, if our team met all of our goals, I would be on cloud nine. Like there was nothing that could bring my mood down. <laughs> and if there was a, a little bit of a conflict at work or um, if something didn't happen that we thought was going to happen, it would feel like the whole world was crumbling. And that's such a poor perspective for us to have as Christians. One of the gifts that we have as Christians is that we know the bigger picture. We know that God is in control. We know that he is on the throne and that the world is an insignificant footstool. Um, and that we know how all of this ends. We know that Jesus is coming back, that we don't have to worry so much about the day-to-day or the temporary things of our job. Yes, we should work hard and do things with excellence, but um, we know that bigger picture. And so keeping that kingdom perspective in mind helps with this as well. So it helps us when when we do face those little moments of feeling like our coworkers don't get our faith or even we're getting pushback about our faith at work. We've got that bigger picture in mind that we can rest in. So not only do we have other believers that we can get around, but we can also ask God for wisdom and we can go to others for that wisdom we need when we don't know uh, where to turn when we're feeling alone in our workplace, right? Absolutely. And that would be my encouragement, folks listening in. If you feel like you don't have someone that you could reach out to, to to pray with, if you were heading into a difficult situation at work, then find that person, create that for yourself, whether that's um, raising your hand and saying, hey, I'd like to start um, a Bible study before, before the workday or over the lunch hour, or whether that's reaching out to a friend from church who works in a similar work setting, really creating that for yourself. And you, you might be surprised what happens out of that. I, I knew a woman who she didn't think she worked with any Christians at all, and she just casually mentioned, I'm going to start um, a Bible study outside of work hours. And she said people came out of the woodwork. She um, was just absolutely shocked. She didn't even know she worked with any <laughs> with any Christians, which I think points to the fact that a lot of people are hiding their faith in the workplace. Um, but just, you know, trying that, trying to create that, that fellowship, that Christian community for yourself is going to do so much in um, supporting you in your in your faith walk, um, in your life as a whole, and especially at work. Oh, Miranda Carls has been with us. She's got so many resources at her website, articles, podcasts, a book that will help you experience work better and represent Christ more fully. And we've got her linked at ericandbridget.org. Miranda, thank you so much for joining us today and for your encouragement. So timely and helpful. We appreciate it. Yes, thanks, Jill and Bridget. Good to be with you this morning.